you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And uh, last week we dropped a Unlocked Tangents episode on you for the actual episode, just in time for a product stream. I mean, I we made had, a recap video. That's we true, we did. Time. That nobody watched. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's okay. We're going to do that now. Um, <laughs> our takes on that, uh, talk about some tops and maybe a third thing if we have time. Um, so... Yeah, why don't we start with this ban list thing that they dropped for premium format? So they in in V in a premium premium they have banned Odysseus, mm-hmm. and they have banned uh, Mystery Flare Dragon, the Grade Four. Yes, yes. and, and then, of course the the uh, the Order Dragon still at one because that has not changed. Wasn't it just in the West, and then now they're doing it? Like that no. in Japan? Or no? I think I that was in both formats. I feel like it was in both, but it might not have been. Maybe it might not have been. But um, either way, uh, yeah, that's... I guess it's beginning put to one in Japan, just for consistency's sake. Right. Uh, but, yeah, they, they. this is actually a good list. Mm-hmm. They hit yeah. the cards that needed to be hit. That is the most, like, oppressive and uninteractive mm-hmm. decks in the format. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Ripples kind of makes people lose brain cells. Uh, we'll talk about that a bit later when we talk about the popping decks. Um, yes, yeah. it gives you like it gives you like a minus fifty in- intellect debuff by playing <laughs> Ripples. Like you, people are like, my deck does this thing, so I must do the thing, mm-hmm. and and then they like run into shit and die. Um, but you know, uh, and Mystery Flare is just the lamest deck in existence, right? Yes. Because getting two extra turns, no matter how like obtusely it is to obtain it is just kind of stupid um i i believe i mentioned that oh they can probably put mystery flare to one and it'd be okay you know what i'm cool with this too just like, just, just 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 shoot it fine fine yep. i don't care would like to see a hit to steam maidens and v but yeah. uh because that deck is tearing and tearing out everything yeah, yes. we'll get to that later. Also, like given its representation in the last couple of formats, Narukami probably needs to be touched in some way. I'm just not entirely sure how. Yeah. Important to note that we have not gotten the EN ban list yet. This is just for JP. Yeah, so th- this so, uh, this uh, goes into effect October 1st, and they did not say anything about uh, the West, or mm-hmm. if we're going to get one at all. I assume uh, they, they are. Said they- we are getting one. They said to like stay tuned for it. So, okay. given the current precedent, I imagine we're going to get the hits that Japan saw. We have not yet had a situation where Japan has hit something and we haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be curious to see if they add anything to the ban list because that's kind of been the difference so far. Is like we just add more things when we get our ban list. I will make- make oh, sorry, go ahead. It just makes sense because we have. Uh a larger premium community in the West. And to that and to that degree, uh, they, they did note that the Japanese ban list was looked largely at uh, overseas results, uh, just mm-hmm. because that, uh, there's a lot more premium played overseas than in Japan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so they are looking overseas to see these okay. kinds of decks. So 
if we assume that they add like more things to our ban list, like what would you want to see in addition to the hits that we v- got? V hits are really the main thing. I th- uh, well, obviously over trigger. Uh, <laughs> that that will that will be a constant until it's gone. Yeah, um, that's one of those things where like you can't. No, I'm gonna like, break up every time. No, no, I'm saying you can't not mention it because it's still not happening. Right. But also, it's always that our opinion yeah. is not going to change on that. Until Correct. Yeah, over trigger mm-hmm. banned all formats, even V, just just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the discourse did get brought up a little bit because Orange made a post about it. I thought the post was pretty reasonable, and there was a bunch of people really upset about it. Question mark. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, Orange is usually very, very positive, which is great. Like, but I think she is kind of, you know, like, I think she's very reasonably frustrated at the games that over that the Overture can create. Yeah. Um, I think, like, for as positive and cheerful as Orange is, like, getting mad about this thing is pretty reasonable, I think. Like, the yeah. Overtrigger is really, really bad design, and it creates games that are just kind of not games. Um, yeah. Which is completely. If you want, if if you want to play the game from a competitive standpoint, it completely ruins. Right, and uh, like so. Spoiler: Ty, the the one you the one you don't like, Matt, uh, (laughs) is going to be on this week's uh, Vita Premium Transition, and he recently topped in Premium, and he mentioned even like offhandedly as we were talking about the clan that we're covering for this. Uh, he he said like Lin- or, uh, the 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 over trigger made and break broke broke a lot of his games, um, which is not how it should be. <laughs> yeah, would not not very surprised. Yeah, the the over trigger is just the worst. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, ripples being gone is still super super good. Uh, yes. Ripples is completely, mostly uninteractive. Uh, it can be played a- against, like you can tech for it, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, a lot of decks can do that. And some Ripple players will run right into it just because they're going to do the thing. Yeah. And they'll do the thing and then just die <laughs> to your gigantic vanguards. Um, uh, but Mystery Flare, you know, if it, if it rolls, it rolls. So not mm-hmm. much you can do about that one. Yep. But yeah. glad to see him gone. Again, I would like to see Overtrigger hit in all formats, and I would like some hits to V, I think. Um, yeah. And there's probably some additional hits in premium that you need at some point. Um, like you said, Narukami, probably Pale Moon, um, you know, the, the, the or, or, or a change of the stride rule somehow again. Yeah. Uh, to prevent the ride down decks from mm-hmm. being annoying. I think if they're gonna touch Narukami, you can either put Stunverse to one and just have mm-hmm. what what's his face be your 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 big playmaker there. So is that not enough? You think Narukami has like three separate problem cards right now. Yeah. So there is the Descendant starter that lets you ride up early because Narukami has a bunch of stuff that just searches out Eradicators. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is actually surprisingly consistent to get the ride up and. I think the current record on Narukami consistently topping in every format and the majority of them being like eradicators is pretty telling. So that is one problem. Uh, so, and then within that, there are two separate problems. One is Stunverse with Vowing Reverse, where that's just a really powerful interaction. You can like rip a bunch of cards in your opponent's hand 
and then use Vowing's lock ability and just rip even more cards out of your opponent's hand while gaining a metric ass load of power. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the majority of Eradicator tops are Vowing Saber is like a pretty good sign that that is a problem. But then separate from that is also Sweep Command with Exterminate, where because Sweep Command activates on place, you can just clear your opponent's front row and always get the like draw two plus 20k to your front row at the very least. Mm-hmm. And then like separate from that is just the fact that like Stunverse and Exterminate being in the same deck together means it's just really hard to play around Narukami right now. Because if you commit a board, they can deal with it with Stunverse. If you don't commit a board, then they'll just plus off of Exterminate, and you kind of end up with the same end state either way. Right. So, I think hitting Stun... I would probably just get rid of Stunverse entirely. I think the interaction with Vowing is too powerful. Uh, After that, we're probably going to see people just going on to Sweep Command and Exterminate. I'm tempted to let that ride out a little bit, just because... It's still fairly new, like both of those came out very recently, and aside from Ty's top with it, uh, we haven't really seen people playing that variant at like high levels. Most of the tops I've seen so far have just been vowing. Mm-hmm. It's just for ripples to play into and die. <laughs> no, actually, yeah. actually, actually though, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Ripples, ripples does their thing and you're like, okay, slam. Yeah, he, uh, he, he mentioned that to me off mic, that that was his reason for doing that. Um, I mean, it was like, it was pretty clear from the list. I would yeah. have thought, but um, like he, he made a point. Like we were talking about this off mic, and he was like, "So I can't play around Mystery Flare. I can play around Ripples. Yeah, so I'm going to do that." And uh, Ripple players will run right into it because, like yeah. I said, it gives you a minus fifty intellect debuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Jaime. <laughs> well, he uh, won his. So yeah, I don't know. Well, something about that uh, that infinite loop. I don't know. However, it yeah. is he did it. But yeah, I think Narukami has like three separate problems, and I'm not sure which one is worse. Right. I, by, if you outright kill Stunverse, you, you take care of two problems at the same time, which is probably the most yeah. expedient way to do it, right? That's what I would do. Yeah, yeah probably. I, the, uh, I would also yeah. ban the Descendant Starter just on principle of getting rid of ride-up decks. Why, oh, the hell, why the hell not? Sure. Yeah, but I do think the ride-down decks, like even in this post, post-world, are still going to be annoying. Uh, but you know, just I don't know what the answer is to that. It would have to require like a complete change of the stride rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't even know. Like, if somebody has rode grade three this game at some point, or if both players have been grade three at some point this game, like it is, and I think yeah. uh, Thailand, 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 Thailand yep. yeah, that would be probably better, mm-hmm. actually. Um, but otherwise, you know, you're gonna get rolled or something. <laughs> Like, it's just so warping when your opponent can just ride down to grade two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, most people are using V grade threes as their main vanguard, but, like, mm-hmm. for some decks, it, it's just not enough to, like, do stuff. Right. Um, I mean, and if you if you do that to Pale Moon and don't kill them, you die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Also, you know, the curse text where both players have to be grade three, sometimes your V uh, vanguard, like, doesn't even do anything. Yeah, the worst. Depending on what your thing is, for sure. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm. Most of the time where I do competitive games, it's with Tachikaze, which can do stuff, and that's uh, the exception rather than the rule <laughs> most mm-hmm. of the time. So, uh, yeah, it's hard for a lot of people to do stuff. True. 
Um, let's see. What else we got? We have a uh, DBT08. Yep. So they're giving direct support to all the glitters, thank God. Okay, that's and, uh, good. So they're, it looks like they're releasing new forms for all of the partner cards. So like the dolls, Maple, all those people. That's good. And then it's and got then, the name Minerva in it. <laughs> mm -hmm. and it says upgrade for glitters. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah, so they're introducing two new ride lines for Brantgate and Dragon Empire. And then the other three get new encounter cards. So we're getting Lukier, Maelstrom, and Minerva. Minerva got a D retrain before a V version. V dead format. <laughs> I'm not sure. I just know that that's hilarious somehow. Because Minerva was like loved a lot for Genesis, which is for the most part overlooked in terms of like fan base. Uh, and I think it's funny that she's now cater, which means she is in mm -hmm. every single United Sanctuary clan now, mm -hmm. basically. So depending well, on what that no, does, they're just going to put Genesis on it. Oh, that's oh, true. Oh, if they do, like, like they do for like, uh, uh, like they do for the existing said. encounter cards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, it is still Tony Taka, apparently. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's who, good. Who's still, who's still around, I guess. That's good. Uh, yeah, to draw the same face. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and look at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we had a Lowland Maelstrom. Now we have actual Maelstrom. Oh, yeah. my God. It's like in the Pokemon games where you somehow get access to the Cantonian forms, too. Yeah. Um, so that's. Did you just say Cantonian? That's, that's how they say it. Like that's disgusting. I swear to God, that's real. I would just say <laughs> yeah. the normal one. Yeah. Like, it's normal muck. And it's a Lolan muck. <laughs> yeah. And he would say, but he's not normal type. That's that's the punchline. Sure, whatever. I, I'm just going to let that one go. That's fine. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, so you, you now have uh, New Maelstrom and uh, a Lolan Maelstrom that is flag yeah. merged. At the same time. I'm curious what they're going to do with Maelstrom, because I think this is the first instance of an encounter card where that mechanic very directly exists in the D format already in Flagberg. Mm -hmm. So, like, what can they possibly do to distinguish Maelstrom? Like, especially because in terms of, like, the way that Flagberg is designed, it's very similar to what the original Limit Break 4 Maelstrom did. Which was swing with your with with your guys, go for the go for the kill, and then continue. Yeah. Well, it was like the limit break four. You get five k, and then on, on hit, hit tire something. Yeah, a draw, yeah. which is like exactly the same as what Flagberg does now. Yeah. So I'm curious what they're going to because even if they make Maelstrom a restander like they did for V format, that still has the thing of like making X number of attacks, right? Mm-hmm. Most likely, so I have no idea what they can possibly do to make Maelstrom unique with Flagberg already existing. Retire and draw a card. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you have a similar thing with uh, Lukier and Dark States because Barrow Magnus. Kind of. uh, not, not quite as much, but... Not quite. Like, I don't think we had anything like that's directly Pale Moon, where you're trying to like curate your soul to exactly what you want and then just like cycling cards out. And especially for Lukier and the Silverthorns, their like style of Pale Moon is in your main phase, make a board, make that board huge, and swing with it. 
-hmm. lot of the like battle phase calling stuff was more in the in like Harry and mm -hmm. Nightmare Dolls and things like that. Um, so we might not have that problem, but it's still something that people thought of when mm. when it got revealed. Yeah, and Minerva was a restander every time, so I'm pretty sure this one is just probably going to restand. Almost certainly. Whatever. Soul Blast <laughs> one, restand. Easy. Yeah. No Counter problem. Blast one, Soul Blast three, restand it. And there's going to be like one. barely enough encounter cards to get the soul for it, and then you're mm -hmm. going to have to wait for several more turns. cards. Yeah. Get mm -hmm. that persona right, all that good stuff. Um, I just know that when I saw this revealed, I heard like an excited screaming from out on the horizon somewhere, wherever Chris happened to be working. Just oh yeah, well yeah, you're gonna have to listen to them gush about it forever. True. I, I'm they going to locals tomorrow. Will. I'm gonna see them tomorrow. This yeah, is... <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they're gonna talk about it for so much. Oh no, you're gonna be like Minerva, 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 and you're gonna be like. Uh. See, I'm gonna. I want to buy a case of DBTOA just to see if I can get one of the serial number ones. Can you That's imagine? <laughs> They're open, getting... open number sixty nine. <laughs> God, whoever is six, it's just gonna be like two hundred dollars more than. Yeah, you need yeah. sixty nine and four twenty. Yeah. How many of them are there total again? Usually a thousand. Thousands. Zero, or I think it's one to nine nine nine. So I guess nine hundred nine nine. Yeah, that's what they did for Phantom Blaster, I think. But didn't EN get kind of like shorted on it? Maybe didn't they start at like a hundred or something. Maybe. I think so. I don't um, know. let's see. BTO seven is also reprinting the the triggers with shields. Good. Um, which yep. they should, and is good. I, I hate it when you look at a deck and those triggers are like five dollars, and you're like, oh come on, they're like ten dollars now. Oh my god. Well, hopeful not for too long. Much longer. How much is the how much is the Kyrie draw? I don't know. I haven't looked at it recently. I have my playset. That's all I care about. I think <laughs> I own six for some reason. Mm -hmm. I I still never got all of the like soul crits outside of Stoikea. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm probably not going to be on Bob Sagra when we get to BCS for California. Yeah. Incredible. Yep. Um. So that's fun. Oh, Shaman King actually came out. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's that crazy. Do we have to do the set review now? Because it's that in English? No, we don't have to do anything. <laughs> no, I'm being, I'm being forced by the silent hand of our audience to, <laughs> to make us do that. I think that a couple of the Shaman King yeah. decks are actually meta-relevant, but like... If I play in standard for uh, BCS and Shaman King shows up, I'm just going to be like, I did not learn anything about this deck. Just refuse to lose, read their cards. It's entirely my fault. Yeah, just refuse to read their cards. Yeah. Be like, I made a promise I would never read these. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like uh, when MBT is playing against something that he's never seen before. He's like, I'm not reading this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Probably. Um. I, I'm I'm listening to. Have you guys ever listened to the Lions Led by Donkeys podcast? No. Uh, so it's just about like people who suck at war and like all the shitty things that happen in in wars. And I'm uh, listening to the one about the Winter War right now, mm -hmm. which is when Russia rolled over Finland at the beginning of World War Two. And a lot of it was like the, the Russians showed up thinking it was going to be a cakewalk because all the propaganda was like they're. They're like a backwater province, and they're barefoot and starving, and like you're liberators. And then they showed up and got their asses kicked because it was Finns being like, "You're coming into our homeland." Also, you didn't bring skis. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. So that pretty much is Get what's going to happen. 
So what is this? Weiss Blau, exactly? I don't know. I don't play Weiss. So what's interesting about this is Weiss normally has like visual novels and stuff, mm-hmm. but they don't typically have uh, Uta Prince, which Uta I think Prince? is uh, yeah Uta Pri, which is an incredibly popular Atome genre, I believe. Atome game. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, there's like a girl and there's a bunch of handsome dudes who are all available. You know, you know, you know how it goes. Yeah, I think, you can, I think you can figure out the rest from here. Right. Yes. <laughs> and then there's always some like evil girl who's like trying to prevent you from I don't know existing. Mm-hmm. You know, true life simulator. Yep. Right. <laughs> but you know you can't you can't really get too mad about it because there are like a bunch of them on the other end. <laughs> but it is it is very very popular if I recall correctly. It prints dollar reduce. There is a Star Wars premium booster. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. Star Wars set in Weiss, but you are not allowed to sell it in the United States because of copyright issues. And then The Marvel same is true Infinity for the Marvel Star. one, right? Yeah. And the same, I assume, is also true for the Pixar set. Oh, Probably. God. But just the fact that there is, that you can play Mike Wazowski. True. <laughs> it's time for me to buy Azure Lane cards. I've never played Azure Lane, mm-hmm. but I just like one of the ships in there, and that's it. But I've never played that game, and I refuse to. Wouldn't it suck if your like ship was choice. like Cope? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just gonna buy. I'm just gonna buy Baltimore cards, <laughs> and that's gonna be the end of that. <laughs> All right. I feel bad for talking about Weiss on our decidedly Vanguard podcast. Decidedly but, uh, Vanguard. Yeah, <laughs> like all the times we've talked yeah. about Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh! on this podcast. But usually yeah, it's for comparative that, purposes and in, in terms of like card the design. Second, so. it's Weiss. We're out of here. No. no. <laughs> Cancels are like the overtrigger. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're nowhere oh close. Tell me. They're actually um, nowhere close. Look, I, 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 I thought it would be interesting to talk about this topic, especially because we mentioned Stunverse a few tens of minutes ago back. True. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm using the weirdest phrases today. Anyway, so uh, I, at on Twitter today, I, I said, what do people think of card or uh, strides that leave the heart cards effect intact either by chain rancor crystal luster stun verse bad bounty next stage all that kind of stuff um spear x kind of uh like is that bad card design or not and like a good amount said yes compared to no it's like i think two-third to one-third or something like that yeah we have Uh, a two-thirds majority yeah, we have a, a 60-40 split on uh, on yes, it's bad design versus no. What do we think about this? Um, I think it's really hard to future-proof, which is probably yes. the reason why it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's... Um, I think it's bad design depending on the second effect you attach to these cards. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it were like just gain the hard card effects, no other effect, people would be like, whatever. Yeah. But the fact that it's like, oh, I'm going to gain the hard card effects, also triple door is like... Yeah. Because yeah. there was like a prism card that copied the hard cards way back when. And mm-hmm. that card's like fine. Yeah. Because that bounty isn't was... that much of a problem either. Right. Well, I mean, that's different. I think Grand Blue it... Grace is a bit different. But... Okay, yeah, sorry. Because the bad bounty turn is really freaking gross. It is. It's, it's very good. Yes. I'm not going... like. On, like no matter what this is, it's still good. 
I'm not saying it's not good, but I'm saying sure. that like, is it bad design for the game overall I, for them because they tried to kind of had their have their cake and eat it too by doing you can keep strides, but also you can keep the V effects, um, mm -hmm. and then we're we're in a bit of a, a, a query quandary uh, right now <laughs> about it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? Is like you are effectively getting two vanguards mm -hmm. with a lot of these. Because, like, Bad Bounty, you're playing it with a break ride, too. So you you technically have, like, three vanguards in that case. Yeah. Uh, and then things like Crystal Luster, Stunverse, all of those cards, like, they have their own effects. Yeah. And that's, like, part of the problem is, you know, you... So, like, Stunverse, for example, you wipe your opponent's board, you draw, you... Uh, rip cards out of your opponent's hand, and then you still have whatever the grade three is going to be doing afterwards. Mm -hmm. You know, Crystal Luster, most people are just copying uh, Salami right now, so you get, like, a restander that also has the triple door effect. Right. Uh, I think Train Rancor isn't really doing anything, because there's nothing interesting going on there, but, like... It's there. Yeah, it's it, there. It, it could it's turn just... into something, you know? Yeah, I Like, I would imagine someone... Mm, I don't know. I think if Claret Sword ever becomes good, it's probably... I feel like they would probably try to do something with uh, Raging Form. Oh, with uh, Chain Ranger? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Keep the name. Yeah. Um, uh, so, the original Raging Form re-ride, so I don't think that you would go for that one. You can... You can ride over the chain right there. It just goes back to G-Zone. Yeah, no, so. but then you lose the uh, triple door effect. Right. So I'm thinking maybe, like, the reverse version, maybe? Was that one just a regular restander? I believe so. Um, yeah, so if anything, I would probably... Like, maybe something with, like, Raging Fall reverse. Earth and Chain Ranker, something might happen. This is not important. The point is, like, I think these cards are mostly bad design just because you, like have a vanguard effect, and then you, like, go... Or you effectively have two vanguard effects, and we banned Gastille for that very reason. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even think of Gastille. That's, uh... Oh, yeah, because he's banned. Well, no, right. But, I mean, like, I didn't think to make the connection between Gastille and these, which is, you know, vague at best, but still mm -hmm. something to consider with things like this. I... Well, I think part of it is that Gastille is faster than a lot of... Mm -hmm. These cards, Cause right? Because you, you don't have to like... just—you don't have to be on it. You can just grab it out of deck. Yeah, you know. So, but yeah, like Stunverse with uh, Vowing Reverse is obviously really strong recently, and the card has just been a problem before this. Mm -hmm. Crystal Luster, I think Jewel Knights aren't strong enough for this to be a huge problem, but on principle, it's not a great thing. All it takes is like some sort of royal or keter card to be ridiculously broken for Crystal Luster to be stupid, mm -hmm. and and you have the same thing with Chain Ranger. Like, there's just mm -hmm. not the infrastructure there to take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah. It's also just kind of lazy because, like, rather than trying to incorporate the current standard cards into premium with new strides, they're just like keep doing what you were doing, but slightly bigger now. Yeah, I think the ones that like aren't stupidly designed are the ones that try and make an effort to like incorporate themselves with the clan like your bad bounty like spear x mm -hmm. um whereas 
yeah, like just being like, yeah, fuck it, do the do the thing you were doing. <laughs> it's cool with me. <laughs> yeah, I, I really just think that the uh, the ones that like add like more offensive pressure in addition to the the text is yes. quite obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like anything that adds a second effect, because. Like even something like Bad Bounty, though, like you're still getting a restander plus whatever the card you're rewriting is going to do. Mm-hmm. So like that's the problem with all of these. Is like it's so hard to balance it other without just making a stride that straight up only copies the ability of the heart card and that's it. That would be so easy and so lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time. I think if they started with that, we would probably be more okay with the idea than we are now. Uh, <laughs> like if they just went, okay, here's a stride that just copies your heart card. You have all your other strides still, but this is Excellent. a thing you can do. Yeah, I know why Shining Garnet is not a card anyone cares about. It's because it only copies one ability from the heart card. Ah, you have to pick one ability? That's balancing, though. That's... yeah. That's not a uh, that's not a bad yeah, idea. I, like people that. still played the like people still played Shining Garnet. Just like I think the reason why it was never a huge problem is it is because it only copied one ability and not everything. Mm-hmm. So there was only like so much you could actually do with it. At the same time, though, then does it turn it like if if they were to, um, you know, never do this, never have strides that either get out of the way or copy the ability, whatever. <laughs> That means for premium, you would largely just be on these V bosses that do something on ride or like at end of turn or something defensively, mm-hmm. and that's it. Would you like it lowers the pool of uh deck building? Yeah, like that is a problem. Um, like they would need to make more strides that incorporate these new play styles into. Like, I'm trying to figure out how to word this properly. Magic of editing. It's okay. Dude. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, I'm trying to say is like, because we have had stri- we have had the situation before where you just have these hard cards that don't matter whenever they printed legacy strides, mm-hmm. and so the important thing was that they made the strides do what the deck wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, using the current D standard as an example, you probably. If you want to support like premium prison cards, you would probably just need to make something that directly imprison, make a stride that directly imprisons things, or like that cares about set orders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you know, same thing with like overdress, something that like benefits from the overdress mechanic, something that retires stuff. Yeah. And th- that's like just part of a thing with how premium is, where they don't mm-hmm. directly support it. Except for premium collections. Yes. Um, so that that's also something that's hard, like hard to care about. A if you're Bushiroad, because like in Japan, it's their least popular format. Um, so everything that happens is coincidental. A and B. Okay, as the magic person or <laughs> person who has played magic. Yep. Um, how do they deal, like, how many formats are they usually supporting at a time? Or how, like, how does the, three? How does the rotation work? Is it 
one set for each format and then start over again? Or no, so there are only one rotating format for Magic. Okay. And there's the other two are basically eternal formats where you can just cards are legal forever. However, in recent years, they've been printing such powerful cards in standard that it kind of always infects the previous formats. I see. So that's why you have Omnath in every format. You have what in every format? Omnath. Omnath. Uh, it's like a crazy card. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what are the... It's standard commander, right? Isn't that a big uh, one? Standard, modern, and something else generally. Okay. They, they flip between what the last format they care about is. At one time it was Pioneer, then they stopped caring about that format uh, by letting it rot. Uh, Legacy is basically rotting. They don't really think about Commander too much because the most Commander players are pretty self-governed. There's like a banned list, but like it's done by some weird committee. That's pretty cool. Well, it's cool and uncool at the same time. (laughs) Cool in terms of the like self-governed and like community focused and stuff. That's the yeah. um, basically it's it basically relies on you finding a play group that's not shit. Right. Um, man, that's kind of that's kind of what my locals is. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I, I I guess that's something to think about. Do you like aside from the Twitter poll, you listener? Do you think this is? Bad design by having strides that get out of the way or copy the heart card. Uh, what would you do to fix them? If so, would you get rid of them entirely? Uh, let us know at Nexus at Night, Twitter, Instagram, uh, patreon.com slash Nexus at Night. Help support the show. Get a bonus show every week. Um, and then how about the rest of us? You can find me on Twitter at Wiggins, TGSQZs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Find me at Atlas Novak, Twitter, Instagram, or you can follow my other show at Generation Dan on Twitter, Generation underscore Dan on Instagram. Uh, we have uh, Orchid Cameron as our guest this week who uh, just finished uh, taping his special for Netflix. So Whoa. that's fun. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, merch, playmats, that's all in the description. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.